JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Jobs, uh, ads down. Now, what does this tell us? Jobs, jobs, jobs. Yeah, look, inflation and, and labour market data are pretty key from here on in for the for the Reserve Bank. So they're holding the official cash rate at five and a half. There's divided views out there as to whether another sort of 25 basis points is going to get slotted on top of that. Uh, and as in many other jurisdictions, the central bank's holding for the moment, sort of to assess the degree of work that's been done by the hikes that they've already put in place. So look, we're currently looking at any data that gives us insight into inflation and the labour market. So yesterday we had the release of the BNZ Seek Employment Report. This is reviews job advertising for September, so a slightly different lens into the labour market. August, we saw a lift in job ads, it was 2.1% rise, but that trend has reversed in September and job ads fell 2.3%. Look, it's not a big move, Mike, but it's in the direction of the sort of sharp downtrend that's been in place since the highs that we saw in job advertising in 2022. So there's talk now of job ads being in a holding pattern. I thought there was some interesting regional divergence in there. Auckland job ads have subsided to a level that's clearly below pre the pre-COVID benchmark of 2018, and the smaller regions are holding up a little bit better. So Auckland, a bit of a, a litmus test there. Uh, industry divergence, uh, design and architecture week. We've talked about the fall in building consents. Uh, more resilient sectors, education, defence and uh, government. Um, and just remember the context from the QSBO uh, recently, the quarterly survey of business opinion that came out uh, recently, which clearly showed that labour is getting easier to find. This all sort of supports the thesis that the jobs market is moderating. Okie dokie. Uh, where are we at with the war, the new war? Yeah, look, obviously a terrible human cost about this conflict, uh, Israel-Gaza, but financial markets do have to keep going to react to these events. Uh, geopolitical risks tend to not linger. What tends to be important here is the ex to the extent of the market reaction is the sort of perceived escalation and the impact in this case on things like commodities on oil. Now, Israel not an oil producer, but it is all about the region and whether we see escalation there. Brent crude has rallied, so oil prices up. I remember we were talking about the recent fall in the price from close to 100 US dollars to a low of just over 84 US dollars. It has bounced, Mike. It's bounced. It was uh, sort of just under $88, 87, 84 when I last looked. It did hit 89 US dollars overnight. So it's halted the fall that we've seen, but actually that's still well below recent highs. Uh, share markets, just looking at the important US markets there, relatively stable. In our time zone, of course, we react first to these things. The futures market was trading lower. Uh, US exchanges are now open. They've reversed that and they're sort of trying to claw their way back to sort of square on the day. Uh, normally, we see what we call safe haven buying into things when we see these periods of unrest into things like US Treasuries. Now, that market is actually closed today. The share market is trading, but the US Treasury market isn't for Columbus Day. But the futures market in US Treasuries uh, is trading, and we've seen the bonds rally, so interest rates fall a little bit. Uh, for Israel itself, the Israeli currency has weakened uh, quite a bit. It's the lowest since 2016. This is the shekel, the Israeli shekel. Uh, the Israeli central bank selling foreign currency, intervening in that market to support the shekel. Kiwi dollar actually has benefited in the last 24 hours. Mike's having a crack at 60 cents last, last I looked at it. Okay, and then we got the farm gate, which was good news, and we'll take all good news we can get.
Exactly. I thought I'd finish on good news because it's hard to find at the moment. Uh, we raised the question at the last Fonterra Global Dairy Trade Auction whether the recent bounce in prices would prompt a move in the forecast farm gate milk price. And the answer to that might well be yes. Uh, Fonterra, yes Fonterra yesterday advised that the forecast price has been lifted 50 cents into a range. The range is still very wide because you're, you're very early in the season. 6.50 to $8, which is a $7.25 midpoint. That's up from $6.75. That reflecting the sort of dynamics on both the supply and demand side of the equation. Labour numbers on me. Yeah, so the Dow Jones actually, as I'm looking at it, it's now it's up four points, uh, 33,410. The S&P 500 is down four points, 4304. So as I said, just hovering around square. The Nasdaq is down about 0.3%, uh, 13,392 uh, as we look at it now. The FTSE 100 uh, overnight was barely changed, 7,492. Uh, the Nikkei lost a quarter of a percent, 30,994. Uh, the Shanghai Composite lost 0.44%. 3096. Uh, the Aussies yesterday gained 0.23% on the ASX 200. That was up 16 points, 6970. Uh, the NZX 50, though, weaker, 0.73% fall. 11,205. Kiwi dollar, as I said, bang on 60 cents against the US, uh, against the Aussie, 0.9407, so over 94 cents there. 0.5694 against the euro, 0.4918 pounds, 89.24 Japanese yen. Uh, gold has bounced a bit, it's at $1,850, and as I said, Brent crude just hovering under $88, $87.70. Good work, we'll see you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, jmowealth.co.nz.